Hello and welcome to the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook. I'm Brian McKinley, WRHU Class of 1994. It is with a heavy, heavy heart that I share with you the news of the passing of former WRHU General Manager Bruce Avery. More than likely, if you're listening to this, you are aware of this news already. Um, But as I continue to chronicle the history of Hofstra Radio, uh, it is a moment where we should all take pause and uh, honor the legacy of the man who ran the radio station that we all know and love for 28 years. Back in early January, I posted uh, sort of a preview of the various interviews I had coming up in this series, and I was super excited. And Bruce wrote a comment, which I'll read for you right now, from January 2nd, 2023. He wrote, Radio Hofstra University is a legendary business made up of many, many extraordinary persons. Thank you for capturing this to share with the future. And that's the last time I heard from Bruce uh, directly. Uh, I had been aware of some of his health concerns. Um, This past Saturday, I began to get some messages that indicated things were... uh, taking a turn for the worse. And um, I believe it was just Saturday morning I had sent him a message on Facebook just that I was thinking of him prior to this knowing. And, and, you know, I wish I had done it sooner. For those of you who uh, are looking for information about um, services for Bruce, um, there was a information posted on Facebook and various other places. There'll be a visitation on January 21st from 1 to 5 p.m. in Miller Place at the Branch Funeral Home of Miller Place. And again, there's live information uh, in various places on Facebook and uh, Hofstra's website, I believe, to get this kind of information. Now, in lieu of flowers, uh, Bruce's family requests donations be made to the Bruce Avery Scholarship Fund. And there's various ways that you can contact the university and contribute to that uh, if you would like. And I think that would be a a wonderful tribute to the man if you are able uh, to make a donation at this time. Also in tribute to his memory, all Hofstra University flags will be lowered to half staff. And a moment of silence is planned before the start of Thursday night's men's basketball game at the Mac Sports Complex. In the coming weeks, we'll find various ways to to talk about Bruce and his legacy. Um, But for right now, um, I just want to say thank you to all of you who have written so passionately and eloquently uh, about the man and about getting to know him. And I can see a surge in uh, business at the Colony Diner in East Meadow. Uh, From what I understand, uh, it's one of Bruce's favorite places to take uh, student managers and, and people to go and, and have an informal chat and have a turkey burger and apparently the, the separate plate of fries was a thing. And those of you who know are probably smiling at that memory. So uh, I guess if you're in the area and can go, uh, I'm sure Bruce would appreciate that. Now, there are so many people who are affected by this loss, but I wanted to take a moment to talk about Bruce's family. Now, I did not know Bruce's family um, but I was communicating with Judy V&A, and um, she said 
what I think I was thinking. And I asked for permission to share what Judy wrote to me. And she said the following, uh, quote, all I can think of yesterday was how Veronica must be feeling. She went through every step of the way with Bruce as his wife and caretaker. And so I just had to reach out because I know that role. And no matter what anyone had to say about their sadness at this news, Veronica is the one and only who lost her husband, her partner, her soulmate. And I needed her to know that someone was thinking of her. I don't know their children and grandchildren, but I hope they will be okay too. And, and those are the words of, of Judy V&A. Uh, by far one of the, the nicest and kindest people I ever met through Hofstra Radio. And I've met a very many wonderful, generous, kind people, and, and Judy's always there at the top. And, and thank you for allowing me to share that, Judy, because you said what was on my mind. And that is one of the things that is, is hard sometimes in our moments of grief is, is to understand who it impacts when I was... Uh, at Hofstra in the 1990s and Jeff Krause passed away, uh, we as students, as people working at the station, were very wrapped up in, in our loss and our feelings. And uh, at times we had to stop and say, well, wait, there's Jeff's family. And what are they feeling? And, and, and uh, I've had many conversations with Sue Zizza, uh in recent years about what she was feeling and what she was going through at the time. And um, um, I think it's important to acknowledge that. And I know that many people have, because again, this is just such a wonderful and generous community and so kind. So uh, to those of you who've reached out to Bruce's family, thank you on behalf of those who don't have a direct connection, because uh, we're definitely thinking of them at this time. Uh, I've gotten some inquiries about republishing uh, or reposting the interviews that Bruce and I did uh, for this project and they are available. I'm not going to do anything special. I might mention them uh, later in the week uh, specific episodes, but uh, Bruce's first interview uh, is in the podcast feed is number episode number 18 and you can go back and listen to our first conversation uh, and the second time we recorded a conversation was episode number 75. Uh, Bruce and I had talked about doing more interviews and sadly we, we never did um, but we do have these conversations. And I think as we talk with more and more people, we'll get to know more uh, of Bruce's story over time. I talked to, to Tammy Mujis this weekend on Saturday afternoon, in fact, and she had great stories of her own, but hearing her talk about Bruce and then getting the news shortly thereafter um, made it that much more poignant. So I look forward to hearing more and more. I do want to continue with our normally scheduled interviews because there are so many wonderful ones. And one I was really looking forward to recording and sharing with you is with the station manager uh, who was running the station. When I got there, Eileen DeCallis. Um, she was such uh, a picture of um, confidence and ability. And, and I, I loved watching her work and learn from her. And I always wanted to aspire to have uh, her level of ability uh, on so many levels. And, and clearly I don't, I'm, I'm everything, I'm, I'm opposite of all of her good qualities, but uh, she's a great role model and I was really thrilled to talk to her. And they, they say, you know, don't, don't meet your heroes or your idols, but uh, this, this interview was, was everything I was hoping for. 
she had great stories, and uh, it was it was really a thrill to talk to her. So that'll come out on Tuesday morning, and on Thursday. The interview is with Anthony Garcia, who was a sports guy in the late 1990s. And he had a big influence on a number of the sports reporters uh, that he worked with and who came after him. So hearing his name in several interviews and then getting to meet him uh, or talk to him was wonderful. And uh, I think you'll look forward to uh, that interview. That'll come up on Thursday. One final note. Um, I was super excited uh, Saturday morning thinking about planning this uh, because I knew we were on the verge of 5,000 downloads for this podcast series, which is a number that uh, I, I didn't think, I didn't know if we could reach. And I'm so honored that we have. And one last thing about my relationship with Bruce is that we worked together for six months and then I graduated and, and went into commercial radio and, and had various jobs. And we would communicate from time to time. And he would be so excited to talk about we've got you know, this many students on air, and we've got this many students in the uh, training program, and we've got this many community volunteers, and we've got this number of new programs, and this number, and at the time, I was comparing, in my mind, what had gone on while I was there with Bruce's uh, era at the station, and I took it sort of as as, as bragging as, as, well, we've got more people and more stuff than when you were there. And obviously that was wrong. I know. I understand that now. But, you know, when you're in your 20s, forgive me. Um, over the years, as I talked more and more to Bruce and got to understand, it wasn't necessarily that it was uh, bragging about numbers thing. It was a point of pride and accomplishment that the great things of Hofstra Radio were available to so many more people and so many more opportunities and so many more new ideas and possibilities and that's the thing he was excited about and it took me a little while to see that um but i get that now and and you know for a long time but um i i will admit to to getting that wrong at first but now i understand that the numbers weren't about the numbers it was about the individuals it was about all those young people and all those community volunteers who were taking part, and that was the important thing. Thank you, Bruce, for your many years of service and all the things you did for all those wonderful people. It is so genuinely appreciated. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to reach me, you can email me at wr260 at gmail or find the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook on Facebook. Thank you for listening. Take care.